Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 78. Josh Allen will be the quarterback of the Bills when I take my kids there. And I don't have kids. Russ looks great, and there's two big dick nicks. And one of them screwed me. Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 78. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're listening, all over this big, beautiful earth of ours, ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, and... Bonagam. And ciao, and a bunch of other hellos all over the world, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, we really love you, Look Who's Talkers, and joining us for our 78th episode, your favorite Canadian podcast. We are 15-3 and three on Picks, 18-3 and three in total picks with Weird Mike's Weird Picks, which are not so weird. He's somewhat following the jet stream. Speaking of the jet stream, I think Adam Gase will be hopping right off that jet stream after a Thursday night loss. Uh, anyway, all of our podcasts brought to you by Huck Media. Follow at Huck Media on Instagram for all your media needs here in Canada. And remember to follow us on Instagram for props videos, pics videos, weird mics, snap hooks, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, follow us at Hughes Talking on Instagram. And remember to press that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and the one that is make-believe, Stitcher. Kind of like Jack's Beanstalk. If it's there, I'll listen. But I don't know if you know what Stitcher is. Big week in the NFL. Uh, big week coming up. We're going to cover it all. Our picks are red hot. There's mucho picante. And we don't even want to touch them. Uh, Weird Mike, how you doing? You, you had a great Sunday. It sounded like you had a not-so-good Monday. We might want to talk about some of your futures picks. But uh, anyway, red hot and in the plus. How you doing? Um... You're going to have to try real hard to wipe the smirk off your co-host's face this week, okay? Because despite the so-so Monday, great week three. Yep. Um, the Bears who are not who we thought they were. The Bears are not who we thought they were. Um, you know, R.I.P. Denny Green. Yep. Great man. And R.I.P. Mitch's career, probably. But, uh, you know, as this fall unfolds here on season four, look who's talking. Mm-hmm. Weird Mike is golfing, betting, hanging, banging. It's it's just been great. You it's slipped, been a I cornucopia saw, of Weird Mike harvest. I saw you slip in the banging there, and a couple of our buddies just went like this with their eyes, like, no. <laughs> Why? Because no, they're not doubting you're doing it, but we didn't need to picture that for a second. But the hanging goes with the bang. It's you know, like it's the chicken and the egg, hanging and banging. Hanging and banging. For those, the hanging is not hangouts, people, yeah. ladies and gents. It's an inversion table. <laughs> I, uh, up, I invert myself daily for five to seven minutes, and this uh, increases the libido. Yeah. I suggest all look who's talkers. If you ever swing by Centennial Studio, where we're recording he today. really does hang. Uh, check this inversion table. Free hang. You're all welcome to it. Yep. If you ever walk into Centennial Studios and you think somebody is being unusually slowly tortured in the basement, no, that's Weird Mike hanging and Weird Mike moaning while he's hanging. Another thing Weird Mike likes to do uh, all year round, and September and the fall is no different, is celebrate most holidays about two and a half weeks early at least. Uh, that is why our studio has Thanksgiving stuff all over it, and I believe it's still September. How, how can we... Leslie, it's still September, right? They Still were, September. They were here last week. Yes, they um, were. You know, in stressful times, tough times. I, I'm all about over-celebrating. This I isn't a call I was told out. to be over-grateful and over-generous. This is one thing I weirdly like about you, okay? <laughs> so stay tuned for the pick and the sign. 
and the cornucopia of Weird Mike Harvest. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just going to end it there. <laughs> Dear October. Was, really? <laughs> Dear October, I already celebrated all of your holidays. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But still excited nonetheless. Uh, so this show has been ahead uh, of the curve on a lot of things, and I think we're touched on it last week, and I'm going to build on it very quickly now and just let it marinate with all the listeners. Um, cut famous. <laughs> okay? Drew Brees is not Drew Brees. Can the real Drew Brees... Please stand up. I'm not sure if he can anymore. He's old. Um, can't raise his hand. You know, we know he's got the bum shoulder. Yep. From back in the day. Um, Taysom Hill fumble cost him. Jameis is pouting at everybody. It's like they went out of their way to put a camera on him on Sunday Night Football. Worst time to be, you know, under this microscope. And, uh, you know, a look who's talker messaged in. Maybe... The Saints haven't accepted Drew Brees' apology for his racial and social insensitivities in the offseason. Some of his teammates call him out on that, and I bet some of them kind of know that he's old and making a shit ton of money to dump it to Alvin Kamara. You know, like, I was watching that game, Sunday Night Football, by the way. Uh, if you missed it, I'm sure you didn't if you're listening to this show, but uh, the Packers uh, easily covered the three-point spread uh, going up against the Saints in this, the not-so-superdome without the crazy Saints and whistles and popes in the Pope, audience. Pope whistleblowers. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, anyway, Came one right. thing that I noticed was... <laughs> one thing I noticed was Alvin Kamara being, what, you know, easily 60% of the offense, maybe more. And I bet he saw this coming in training camp. And you know how he was a really late holdout? Missed a couple of practices right before week one, basically saying, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing for my, this last year my contract. I'm definitely going to get hurt because I'm 70% of your offense. I've, I've seen what, what practice and training camp has been like. Drew doesn't have an arm over 30 yards anymore. There's going to be a lot of dump downs to me. I'm going to sit out. I'm going to get paid. Good for you, Alvin. All right? Nice grill. Um, Yo, nice grill. But yeah, there's two Super, Bowl, two Super Bowl favorite teams that if I were you, I'd be very worried about. And uh, we'll get to that in my Truth of the Week much later because we're sticking with our picks early. Uh, because you guys have been messaging in and liking that, so we're going to go a few picks before Truth of the Week pretty much going forward, especially while they stay red hot. Oh, speaking of red hot, uh, this guy named Big Dick Nick cost me. And from the looks of you, look who's talkers, who've been following some of my picks, cost all of us. Atlanta just lost two games in a row that most franchises don't lose ever. Uh, over 95% in two consecutive games on uh, next-gen stats with win probability. Two fourth quarter leads over two touchdowns. Uh, some like you know the herd touched on this. Like there's something from that 28 to three comeback against New England that just stinks in that locker room. It's a skunk they can't get rid of. I, it's it's ugly. I saw Barstool post something like uh, it's almost it was like to contact an injury lawyer if you have been affected by betting on the Atlanta Falcons. It's pretty fucking jokes. Anyway, if you missed the game. Uh, I, I, I all my picks going great in the one o'clock set. I needed the Steelers to come back as I knew they would. Do I know my Steelers, folks? Woo! Called a touchdown victory. I uh, got the score almost right, too. And I even said the defense would pull it out in the end with a nice late pick. How you doing? Anyway, needed the Steelers. They get the touchdown. They cover. And right there at the bottom of the ticker, it says Chicago just scored their second touchdown in like two seconds or two minutes. And that was it. I find it hilarious that most teams, these younger teams, 
um, holding on to their number one picks or their future franchise may not be number one. You know, a Justin Herbert, a Tua Tagliavoa. In my, the Bears are just sitting on this journeyman with a hammer that just 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 gets called like a number at a deli to come in and ruin career. Mitch Trubisky, you're done. <laughs> it's over. You got big dick Nick. Yeah. That happened. Carson Wentz. The guy's never been the same. <laughs> yeah. MVP. Here comes the hammer. Carson who? This is this is real. Like this is this is like a this is a legit ace in the hole. Mitch was two and a, he lost the room. Nick did it. It's happening again. It is happening again. All four seasons of this show, Big Dick Nick <laughs> has made his presence felt. Indeed. Unbelievable, man. Indeed. Um, also, there's some people that are just made for that. Like Big Dick Nick gets $45 million from Jaguars, goes down. He's the starting quarterback now in training camp, and he just was never that guy. He never was. He wants to just hug his baby, thank God, and like walk in like he's somewhat stoned and just throw touchdowns. He's not the face of the franchise. He can't be, but he's a great backup, no expectations quarterback. And, uh, yeah. Mitch Trubisky's like... They're holding on to him like a guy with a wife who like kind of looks the part. You know, she's she's good looking. She's she ticks a lot of boxes. She's got a job with benefits. I know people care about that. Um, but then every dinner party you go to, she fights somebody. <laughs> like, and you're just convincing yourself, nah, this can't just keep up forever. Like, you know, <laughs> she's just gonna fight everybody every party. And then, like, you know what? That's the third Christmas in a row that Aunt Becky's got a black eye, and you're like, you know what? It's time to bring in uh, Nick, Nikki. <laughs> well, Mitch the bitch, Mitch the just bitch got dick slapped hey, by. Seems like a Nick nice guy. Foles. Should never have been the second pick in the same year that Mr. Patrick Mahomes was around. It was like Nagy was a wrestling manager. I, to... I bet the general manager of the Bears. I bet his wife divorces him, and that's what's listed on on the court documents. <laughs> uh, yeah, irreparable irreparable differences. Uh, <laughs> didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Our whole family just never let him live it down. You know what? I couldn't either. Anyway, uh, good luck with that pace. Speaking of big Nick Nicks, talked about last week in the truth of the week. Nick Mullins, I think that I'm not the only one that thinks. I think his coach thinks so too, is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Thus, taking his questionable starting quarterback, Jimmy G, on Tuesday and saying, no, Nick Mullins is our starter. Have you heard anything from Jimmy G? No. I bet Shanahan told him to shut up. All right, we're going to get you a ring, bud. Relax. Okay, you uh, didn't see it in the stat line. He didn't throw too many touchdowns, but he absolutely picked apart Nick Mullins for the San Francisco 49ers. Picked apart the New York Giants in New York on a bad MetLife turf field. And he had backup corners, backup defensive ends, backup running backs, a couple of backup receivers. No problem. Looked great doing it. No mistakes. So two Division two squads with... Two questionable starting quarterbacks at MetLife on Sunday. Sure. And that's why nobody watched. <laughs> nobody was there. <laughs> nobody was there. Did the game even happen? Like, I, I couldn't get a sniff of that game. Not a highlight, a play call. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I bet I just read out a bunch of those stats and bullshit to, like, to people, and people were like, yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> so you think Nick Mullins uh, is going to run with this? Yeah, I do. Wow. I, I mean, 
I think if Kyle, if Shanahan's thinking, like, look, he knows I might be blowing up this injury thing a little bit more, like, you know. But I think he's thinking, like I said last week, that an 80 to 90% Jimmy G is not better for our team right now than 100% Nick Mullins. So uh, my prophecies have to do with weird backups and uh, crab-stealing backups, and yours have to do with Super Bowl quarterback descent. Yes. Wow. Yeah. This, this, is, this is officially in motion. Yeah, yeah, it is. Watch out for Nick Mullins, folks. Start buying the jerseys now while they're cheap. Um, okay. We got to circle the wagons with one of the most un-Bills-like moments I've ever seen in my life. I'm coining it the four seasons of emotions. <laughs> this Sunday... Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> this past Sunday at Orchard Park, all of us Look Who's Talkers have been there on that beautiful Sunday. The drive-in is gorgeous. The tailgate is wind-free. The game is amazing. They jump out to the lead. The song is played four or five times. Don't have a voice at halftime. No voice. It's going down. But then, of course, Bills fans comes the what if. Oh, no. And it's happening. I've seen it before. It just happened. This always happens to us. We're not going to come back. What did we do to deserve this? Oh, my God. It happened. Third and 22. What? Fourth and brutal penalty call. Take it. <laughs> they got it all. That was the penultimate Sunday at the Ralph. Fuck you, COVID. And because none of the... Like these Bills, they weren't around for those old Bills years when we lost all of those games. Oh, oh, there's a comeback happening? Like, even like, if there's a sniff of a comeback ha- happening against the Bills, they, it works. <laughs> they, they do it. I watched the Dallas Cowboys win one of the most unprobable, improbable games ever. You were there, Mike. Um, but I think Josh Allen, I think it's time to say it in case it hasn't been said already. First of all, he's definitely our quarterback. The guy's going to be a rich man next year. Uh, he'll be the Bills quarterback in 2030. This guy's a big, strong Wyoming farm tank. Look at Big Ben's career, okay? He just passed somebody for the most Steelers games of all time. Good for you, Ben. All right? Josh Allen reminds me of that. Slightly even more athletic. So I think whenever I have a kid... And I bring him to his first, him or her to his first Bills game. By the way, I'm not, it's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> I think Josh Allen will still be the quarterback. And how cool is that? Also, uh, Mel Kuyper was widely made fun of uh, in the last week before the draft of the Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield year. Because he had Josh Allen as the number one pick going to Cleveland. And his reasons were fantastic. He's like, yep, this is the AFC North. It's cold. It's windy. You got usually the best, most aggressive defensive lines coming at you. Uh, it's the Ravens. It's the Steelers. Like, what are we talking about here? Let's get this big man, 6'8", 240-pound, white Cam Newton out of uh, Wyoming. Look at the way he throws the ball. He'll cut through the Cleveland wind. No, no, no. Let's take this guy who looks like he works at a donut shop, <laughs> okay, <laughs> who is playing, you know, uh, Big 12 football, throwing to wide open guys. I still like Baker. He's still accurate. But it's obvious now that Josh Allen, I think, was the pick. And yes, I know Lamar Jackson was in that draft. Watch. We'll get, we'll get back to this three years from now, okay? Josh Allen was the pick. That'll be season seven, episode 207. Yes. Coming to you live from Fox Sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so circle the wagons. Bills are 3-0. and And... 
Oh my God. Third and 22, fourth and 25. Some of the most exciting Bills football I've watched since the playoff game last year, which I was watching on a phone, on VOG's phone at our buddy Zach's wedding, which I was emceeing. And me, Huck, and VOG were watching on the phone, getting silent highlights and updates with signals, missed the kick, touchdown, choke. Brent's just looking at me as I'm hosting, going, choke, <laughs> when Josh just fumbled it there. All right. Uh, okay, Russ is on his way to an MVP year out on the West Coast. Uh, Colin Coward highlighted the difference between Russ, uh, Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, they, they threw similar stats. They got their similar statures, similar athletes. One of them plays quarterback way better than the other one. And it came down to that in the last few minutes. I thought that was evident. Uh, big game from Russ. They're letting him throw it more. And it makes me think, imagine in the last five, six years, if they just, yeah, threw the ball more. <laughs> imagine, like, not have, running two of every three downs and getting having Russ come from behind all of these games. The he, dynasty that never was. Yeah, for real. I bet Marshawn's thinking that too. Like, yeah, I don't want the ball. <laughs> so uh, the Legion of Boom, you know, yeah. no longer. Uh, the Chiefs have the Legion of Zoom. You've heard of this. Is this the receivers? Yes. As I like that. This is officially now a thing. Uh, Way better than the four seasons of emotions. <laughs> no, that was straight Vivaldi, folks. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. We've got some classical <laughs> listeners out there. 96.3 Boomer Radio. Um, they look at me, I'm trailing on to Vivaldi and Bach and Schumann. And, uh, four of the most intelligent words I've ever heard you say. <laughs> All right. Well, um, one of the picks that I was going to pick on my U picks is off the board right now uh, because this, uh, the Steelers are going to play the Titans, or they might, maybe still. Uh, may, they might be a bigger update by the time this is released on Wednesday. However, uh, we're getting a live update from our Titans beat reporter, Mr. Huck Media here. NFL wants Titans Steelers to stay as scheduled, move to Monday as possible. All right. Well, either way, the point spread's off the board. I was going to take the Steelers, but I'm not going to take a, a game that might not happen. Uh, Huck, what do you think about your Titans and their battle with COVID? They're 3-0. and Yeah, I don't know. This is a bad, bad sign for the Titans, especially like this week. They're saying right as of now that they won't be allowed back in their facilities until Saturday. So even if this game does happen, like they're going to get destroyed by the Steelers. Whoa. That makes me feel good. Does that tilt... No, I'm not picking it on you picks because I can't give out a pick on our podcast to a game that who knows what's going to happen, all right? Uh, but stay tuned on Instagram. If I like the Steelers, I'll take them as a bonus pick. As soon as you told Gostowski to nut up and make some kicks, he hasn't missed. He hasn't missed. Fucking player of the week. Six for six. How about this? You got a 3-0 and King Henry. And just like medieval times, the only thing that can take him down is a plague. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, straight bubonic. Straight. I hope bubonic. everyone's okay in the Titans organization. The NFL has done a great job so far doing all this. And uh, the fact that it's week three is the first time we've heard about any of this is a testament to a good organizational structure, fighting COVID. Good on you. Okay. Uh, one question for you, Michael. Are you worried about your future's bets? You have the Baltimore Ravens to win 11 and a half games. We'll start with that one first. Um... They still have relatively the easiest schedule and the one where they don't travel barely at all. So to win 12 games, you got to go 3-1 and one each quarter. 
We're approaching the quarter pole. That was smart. Yeah, so yeah, a couple. That was good. Yeah. A couple simple maths for you. <laughs> That's here. the way the coaches look at it too. We'll ask you're, our coach next week. You're being so impressed. It's throwing me. And <laughs> <laughs> three and one each quarter. Bottom line, they're 14 point faves this week. Should get the W. We'll talk covers later. Yep. Uh, so three and one, all in all, on pace. After the game last night, is there any part of you that's thinking that this 11 and a half might be harder? No, I'm going to chalk it up to a misread. Uh, we didn't talk much about that game. At least I didn't. I just picked but the Chiefs. I'm, and you I'm Ravens me. flock big time. Big time. All the time. All the time. Uh, Spitefully you know, sometimes. Even Kyle Baller days. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going that's what way I mean. Back. That's what I mean. So uh, just chalk it up to a misread. You know, sometimes you step to the green, you had a good shot in, you got a 12 footer, and you just misread it. And your buddy makes it, and, you know, you're down a few skins. So that's how we're going to chalk it up. I think they go 3-1, and one, and I think it's interesting. When you make futures bets, you look at a schedule throughout the year, and you're like, win, win, sure. loss, not sure. Yeah. You put a few categories and columns, and then just three weeks in, you're like, oh, God, <laughs> what have I done? Right. Loss. <laughs> loss. Right. Right. Uh, maybe? Yeah. A whole bunch of people had the Jets <laughs> over six, what was it, seven wins? And, like, now they're trying to buy it out. You can still do that some places. So um, I do have a precursor uh, to the Survivor and our picks. Sure. Um, I'd be worried about the Ravens. As uh, successful a week I had last week, and, you know, hopefully you guys were profitable as well. Huck won some money in hockey on a hockey pool. So everybody's plus on the show yep. here anyway. Doing good. Um Fuck you, Falcons, and this week's going to be fuck soup. Dick Nicholas. There are some serious home dogs. Hashtag fuck soup. Hashtag big dog special is coming to your local TV listing I this let, Sunday. I want to let everybody know that every single time that Mike says hashtag over the, into the podcast microphone, he does, he takes two fingers and overlaps them perpendicularly over his other two fingers in case me... Myself, Huck, and Leslie aren't, weren't sure what hashtag meant. It is the pound sign. I get it, Mike. Hashtag, by the way, if you don't know what fuck soup means or farf soup, <laughs> uh, it is when games will end up with weird endings that you don't see coming. Watch out for the big underdogs that have no explanations. That's the NFL for you. Anything can happen, I believe, would be a Webster's definition of farf soup. Yes. So, um, brought to you by Mike Mattisbeck. I'll be taking a step back. Obviously making picks, but not laying any lumber this week because I see a lot of soup. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, w- one more thing, though. We have our bet. Uh, you won our bet last week, $20 on the beard. Oh, the beard. Was there ever any doubt? That was a, that was a trap game. Uh, look, I got a lot of messages about because I picked Arizona, and I feel like I, I took everybody with me. And it, it's, people are saying on the score and everything, like, oh, the trap bet. Square bet. No, I, I don't believe so, actually. I don't believe so. Oh, sorry. Uh, it, with the Arizona game. Kyler Murray threw three picks. Watch him play. He doesn't throw three picks. Okay? If he doesn't, and they, he threw three picks, and they lost by a last-minute field goal. So I think, uh, I think that was, we were still on the right side of the fence there. I don't think Kyler Murray throws any more three-pick games this season. I still like Arizona. Now Jacksonville, that was the trap game against the Dolphins, minus three. Before the season started, what would have been Dolphins minus six and a half? You know? Whatever, even any, Dolphins either way. Anything. Either way, Dolphins was the pick. You're on the right side of that. And uh, it got Mike some shekels. 
20 beans towards a props ticket that happened. Yes. He took Patrick Mahomes over 300 yards, which I listed. He took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire under 68 oh, yards. Ballsy. And it was, was it 64? Yep. And it was tight. He had a lot of one-yard runs there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and then long yeah. pass over and yeah. first half points over. Good for you, Mike. Sorry, I forgot the ticket to Muskoka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, if you, folks, if you know Weird Mike, you know he loved that. Oh, um, you but you know what? I'll me. see you next week, bro. Okay. Uh, oh, but right before we get into our picks. New England. So that's the, the bet we have. I have $100 with you at eight and a half. You have quite a bit more than that with a website. Nine. For nine, nine wins. Campaign for the push is on. They look good. <laughs> they look good. Uh, Would you agree they are not tanking for Trevor? Uh, I'm actually very worried about this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm more confident in the Ravens Fair. squeezing out the 12. Um, the Patriots are at the Chiefs. This week, game of the day, yes. maybe. Yes, Jim I'm Nance, scared Tony of that. Romo. Scared of that game. Seven points a lot. You know, I, I love picking New England with points, but I, I, the, the Chiefs' offense is the best I've seen right now. Well, I mean, would you want to face them right now? There's a weird Mike Staple that's going against his futures. Kansas City, big, big win on Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football, short week, feeling good, three and zero. Divisions in shambles. No urgency. Here comes. Uh, Cam Newton and Billy B. I'm going to bring back that nickname. Do you, do you know what Cam calls him? Do you see this? What do you call him? Dollar Dollar Bill. <laughs> <laughs> calls so, Josh McDaniels Mickey D's. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. He's a little biatch. <laughs> anyway, way worried about the Patriots. Yeah. And the whole juggernaut crew is reminding me. Basically, with every first down. Well, I bet. Hopefully, I mean, I bet. I think we might be even at the end of this because as I'm as I'm preaching my Nick Mullins thing last week, you scree- reached over the studio table to grab my hand for a bet for two cases of beer that he usurps the 137 million dollar Jimmy G who took him to the Super Bowl last year. I feel like that should have been like one case for two, but you know what? We'll be all right. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah, one last thing. I know my shit, folks, okay? Truth of the week for week one was I like all world talent that are pissed off. Cam Newton, 2-1. and one. Aaron Rodgers, 3-0. and oh. And Cam's a catch from Julian Edelman on a two-yard pass away from being 3-0. and oh. So watch out for pissed off all world talent. I think the Packers knew exactly what they were doing. Hey, this guy's relaxed. He's dating Danica Patrick. He looks kind of frustrated after every fucking misthrow. Let's fucking light a fire under his ass, you know? I heard Trent Dilfer say that, and I'm like, you know what? Aaron Rodgers is that type of dickhead, <laughs> I think. Anyway, it's working. So, uh, yeah, watch out for uh, pissed off all world with talent. Uh, do you want honors this week? No, no, there's no honors. Well, you got you went four and two, yep. so it's still a winning week. 15 okay. and three, Trump's three and oh. Yep. Um, I just want to slip in the nugget, because I know it didn't make any of our boards. Sure. Here's your hashtag spoiler. Or lack thereof. You didn't do the finger thing. What are you talking about? Well, you got me. You got, you, you, <laughs> you're kidding. trying hard to wipe the smirk off. I said it at the top of the show, and you're doing very well. <laughs> um, the Patriots are probably going to cover. I, I, I can't bring myself to take it. Me neither. But they got KC on a short week. Um, they didn't blow their load against the Raiders. Kind of didn't unveil everything. So... If there's ever a good time to get the Chiefs, I know you don't think that ever exists with their offense rolling. When they're this healthy. Now like, is the time. Holy shit, man. Like, they didn't have Clyde last year. 
They didn't have all their receivers healthy all at the same time last year. Tyreek missed some time. So I think we're thinking of last year's regular season Chiefs and being like, yeah, they, they don't really consistently blow teams out. But I don't know how you stop this offense right now. I don't. And I'd love to hear from somebody who thinks they do. So we'll see how Dalla Dalla Bill does with that this week. I'm staying away, but uh, I think I'd lean, I'd lean Patriots at seven. Uh, but get it at seven, not six and a half. But I am staying the far away. All right. We got some power rankings coming up. Again, not power rankings, but actual best team rankings to bet on this week. Jeff's power rankings, whatever you want to call them. We'll come up with a name. Uh, that's after the picks. But st- watch out for power rankings, folks, because most of them are far and stupid. Cue the Obi Trice. Here we go. You. All right. Hugh picks. We are 15 and 3 for the season. That's right, 15 and 3 for the season. Hop on board. That means if you had bet $110 on every single pick that I had given you, you would be up about a thousand bucks right now. Okay, just over. Uh, that's individual bets on all the spreads. How you doing? I'm not doing that. I probably should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, parlays are fun. Okay. Gold pick, which is undefeated this year. We are taking the Arizona Cardinals minus three and a half at the Carolina Panthers. I get Arizona at a good price because they lost to the Lions. Again, they they threw three interceptions in that game against a desperate Lions team with a veteran quarterback, a veteran coach, a whole bunch of veteran everybody's, and they got Kenny Galladay back. Three picks, and Detroit still needed a last-minute field goal to win the game. Arizona almost won it anyway. Kyler Murray's not throwing three picks against Carolina. So they're going to clean that up. Okay? It's not a hard travel. Arizona to Carolina, whatever. Southern game, southern sun. It's all good. Arizona's a playoff team. Carolina will finish in the bottom five of the league. Three and a half's beautiful. Uh, Arizona wins by, I believe, up 10. All right? Call it 30-20 Arizona. Move on. We're taking Tampa Bay with our silver pick. Minus seven and a half versus Justin Herbert's Los Angeles Chargers. Hey, if they lung puncture him and switch back to Tyrod, great. Okay? Double smash. But I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I picked at the start of the season to be the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. Not just that, I picked them to get the bye. Who do you like better than them right now? Seattle? They're giving up 30 points to everybody. Tampa Bay's got the number one defense in the league. Mike Evans healthy. Godwin. Uh, he'll be back. And Leonard Fournette looks better than ever. Gronk even got involved last week. Not just a blocker, baby. Look, Tampa, I would take them by a touchdown over almost everybody uh, right now besides maybe the top eight teams in the league. And Carolina, or sorry, and the L.A. Chargers are not one of them. No Derwin James at safety. Tom's going to have a field day. Uh, and I don't think Justin Herbert's going to score too much against Tampa Bay's defense. All right. Another one that looks like it's going to be, yeah, let's call this 27 to 13. And we're going the Cleveland Browns with our bronze pick. Cleveland Browns plus five at the Dallas Cowboys. Cleveland's running games for real. It's a really good running team. Like, really, really, really good. And I like saying that because. I like saying that only with teams that have multiple running threats. Now, like like the Ravens, usually, uh, with Dobbins, Ingram, and Lamar Jackson. This is a multifaceted running attack. You got Akeem Hunt, who almost led the league two years ago in scrimmage yards, three years ago in scrimmage yards. You got Nick Chubb, might be the best all-around back in football right now. Uh... You a defense with a defensive line. Miles Garrett's getting to the quarterback. I don't like Dallas's defense to stop anybody right now. They are missing Van Der Esch. 
They are missing a couple of their starters on D. And uh, Cleveland, 2-1. and one. First time they've been over 500 in, like, I don't know, a decade. Uh, they're rolling. They feel it. They got an identity now. And plus five, I think Cleveland wins the game. Yep, 28-25 Cleveland. Good for you, Baker. Uh, here we go. I'm taking the Washington football team. Plus 13 and a half against the Baltimore Ravens, who I think are in a little bit of trouble. I'll get to that in my truth of the week. But the book is sort of out on them. I think the Washington football team with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback, again, they got blown out a bit by the Browns last week, but that was mostly due to turnovers, which are a bit of a purgatory between understanding what was a good team win and a good team loss. You know, a couple of interceptions go a long way of making a team that actually played a pretty good game make it look like they played an awful game. Uh, check out the Cardinals, okay? They actually played pretty good. So did the Washington football team. I think Dwayne Haskins and Scary Terry have enough of a passing attack to take the ball, uh, hopefully after the coin flip, get a seven-point lead and play run defense. I know they're missing Chase Young. That's why the spread's so big. With that defensive line healthy, this would be nine and a half. I'm taking the 13 and a half. Ravens win by six in a tight one uh, in Washington. Uh, another big dog taking a desperate football team, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles going in to San Francisco to play Nick Mullins. That's right, my baby, Nick Mullins. He's good, but his whole team is missing. So that Nick Mullins, a backup quarterback, still a backup, but a good one, with a absolutely depleted roster, yeah, it might be enough to, to get a good win against the Giants. But this is the NFC East champions, even though they're not playing that great right now. A little bit banged up. But I like Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, Greg Ward, uh, Ray Gore, their new rookie running, uh, wide receiver who's really fast and really good, and Miles Sanders to put up some points on this depleted San Francisco 49ers team, which some, which the Giants weren't able to do last week. Uh, I just feel like the, the, the Niners beat the Giants by so much that this is widen this spread, which probably should have been closer to four points, up to seven. I bet this goes down. I'm usually right on these line movements, so get it at seven while you can. I'm taking them at seven. And my last pick, I'm taking the New York Football Giants, the ones I just talked about, plus 13 and a half, too big of a number against the LA Rams. Look, I like the Rams. I really do. But they're not beating anybody by multiple touchdowns right now. They're just not that type of team. I, uh, I think they had a good morale loss in Buffalo. Great. When you fly home back to an empty L.A. Rams stadium, it's nothing intimidating about going to L.A., okay? But the Giants would love to get out of New York right now, go to L.A. They're all so desperate, okay? You might think they're shit, but they don't. They're 0-3 with their starting quarterback. 0-4 in the NFL, you're dead. The rest of the season's dead. 1-3, and well, stuff can still happen. They're also in the worst division in football. So 0-3, they're only one game out of second, okay? Uh... Possibly one game out of first. One game out of first. One game out of first. So uh, it's just too many points. Rams win by a touchdown. And uh, that's the way the cookie crumbled here on U-Picks today. You! Weird Mike, what do you got for us? Um, before the weird pick, I like the little rebuttal. Um, Tampa rolls. Kind of a big oversight last week. Really should have nutted up against Denver. Jeff's gold pick? Um, I can't do more to tell so you. So I, I think the same is going to happen this week. Me very too. similar. Same division game. Very sim Everything's similar. I see, I see a lot of wins by over a touchdown for Tampa the rest of the way. Um, Cleveland at Dallas. You think an interconference matchup. 
unfamiliar foes. I feel like Cleveland gets up for Dallas. Dallas doesn't get up for Cleveland. Baker knows the building. Couple of Big 12 Ooh, wins. Like couple that. of neutral site games. Couple of shock the worlds. Little weird Mike perspective there. I like that. Baker knows the building. Like to pick. So does LBJ. <laughs> um, kind of really surprised you're going against Mullins. You're trying to stay in the moment, you know, separating your feelings and what you're seeing from the bad line. The, I try to be ahead That's of the a curve. Good lesson. Head of the I curve. Get it. It's too many points. And uh, I got, I got some, I got some news for you, Jeff. You, you may have missed this one nugget. The New York Giants are the new New York Jets. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. The New York Giants are the new J E T S. Suck, suck, suck. The Jets had a little bit of life. Even though they got blown out by the Colts, they moved the ball, a couple red zone picks. We talked about Indy being possessed and really cementing that win. I'm, I'm hopping off the jet stream. We're leading into the weird pick. Yep. I'm 3-0 on the jet stream, looking for the perfect quarter. It's time to jump off the jet stream. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> But by we're going back and dialing up an old friend on the weird pick. Fitzmagic and the Dolphins plus 6.5 at home versus Danger Russ and the Seahawks. Look, folks, <laughs> Fitzy knows his time is brief. These 11 days since Thursday night football and that win, this is all he's got. This, this, these memories are what keeps Fitzmagic going, all right? This is everything. Lifetime memories in these 11 days, beating Russell, priceless. A signature win. This coach, Brian Flores and the Dolphins staff, they're marching forward, okay? They cut some talented people that weren't in line with what they're doing. And Fitzy's got it. He's not always going to have it, but right now he's got it. They're getting six and a half at home. You got a Seahawk team coming in 3-0 and with zero urgency across the country, different climate, early start, stack the deck. Nobody knows what's going on in Florida. Are there fans? Aren't there fans? This is the only time the Dolphins have any kind of home field. Um, I think... That Flores, this is an understatement. Here's another thing I'm going to start picking up on. The Miami coach is a mini Mike Tomlin. All right? And he doesn't have too many signature wins yet because he inherited a bag of shit in South Beach. By the way, the Seahawks are in South Beach. Maybe they go out. It's always a possibility. You say that for every game in hey, Miami. Hey, <laughs> These guys, they never get to Miami. It's, like, it's literally polar opposites of the I'm continent. It's a constant Miami handicap. <laughs> And which is probably more accurate than we think. Yes. Maybe. Because <laughs> young professional athletes with millions of dollars yep. like things in Miami. Sure. You fill in your own blanks. I feel like for those things. things might be closed. <laughs> not if you got enough money, Hugh. Sure. And not like, in Miami. No, I mean. Like, Haven't you seen what's going on in Florida? Yeah, it's true. They're just having parties. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> like this own yeah. bubble. Right. It's, it's bizarre. But anyway, plus six and a half. I gave you a bunch of reasons why, uh, and I'm hot. We ain't even sweating picks this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, everybody's cautioning for the smash and sprinkle. I'm a little pixie dust sprinkle on this money line, a little gravy. 
on the money line. Smashing the spread. It's my only real play this week. I told you, there's a lot of home dogs. Yep. Miami is one of them. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Here we go. Looking for the perfect quarter. Never, never been 4-0 through the show. I've been 3-1 and one once. <laughs> oh, good luck, my friend. Um, funny thing, like, this is your handicap. I'm thinking, you know what? Okay. I mean, I think Fitzy's got some signature wins under his belt that might be bigger than a week three, week four win at home to, to a, other, someone from the other conference, Seattle. Uh, He's won, I think, a playoff game. Has please, he not? Please allow me to correct myself. Or got into the playoffs with a the coach, primetime win. The coach is looking for the signature yes, win. Yes, I'm also picturing a miniature a, a miniature Mike Tomlin instead of, like, a coach that coaches like Mike Tomlin. Folks. <laughs> like a mini-me. You know, you just resurrected something here. What About how he's looking for a signature win. That's obviously a, a college term often, right? Signature win. Yep. Every Seattle game is like a bowl game. It's way over. Everybody's going for two. There's missed kicks. The coach, he's a college coach. It's too much. These highs and lows in Seattle, they even out over the course of a season right now, they're top of the mountain. They might even win this game. But six and a half. So I'll tell you one thing. For a 3-0 and team, Seattle is giving up a farv ton of, of yards on offense. True story. Atlanta, Dallas, like they are giving up yards to everybody. So let's see if Fitzy in the beard. Do you see the shirt he wore, man, after Thursday Night Football in his interview? I own one. He had sweat shorts on and like a 70s jazz shirt. Let the chest muff out. I know why you like this guy. <laughs> You don't have one of those uh, 70s uh, roller skate derby shirts? Dude, I bet I did once for a party up north, and I bet I lost it. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I, I don't stuff. have the shorts, but... I, I lost it that night. Yep. Definitely have the shirt. The only shirts I wear to parties that I don't lose are paint. <laughs> we had a Smurf party, bro. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I Smurf all of you. Okay. Uh, well, let's see how let's see what all works out. Uh, quickly, your survivor pick this week? You don't got to lock it in because I've been hearing rumors that you've been mid-switching your, your survivor picks. I know that you're in two different leagues, so one you don't want to necessarily double down on both survivor picks, which is okay. It's very okay. Very okay. To not double down Just on be, your survivor so, so who'd you take? You took the Colts? You were right about the Colts last week. You said smash, sprinkle, hammer it, it blah, 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 all of it. You were right. Everything. So you took it on one. You took on your high roller, and on your other one you took? Cleveland. There you go. So... Who you got this week? Uh, we're cranked up to 90% Rams on the high roller 60K Survivor. Okay. They're playing the New York Giants slash Jets. It's the Giants. As, as we've established. Yep. On the West Coast. Uh, spreads up to 14. If you look at it, the Rams got a really tough sked. 13 and a half, I think. Moving forward. Opened at 11. People yeah. smashing the Rams. Great. Why? Because the Giants are the new Jets. Sure. I feel like that weirdo on Barstool, Feynman, who's just saying stuff that nobody's listening. But some of it's true, guys. <laughs> not, not all of it. You're right. <laughs> yeah. But some of it is. Yeah. And there's great deals of money to be made right. when you're on that. You're not listening to Weird Mike's Handicaps for, for the news. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so I'm leaning towards the Rams. I told everybody, I hope you guys are still alive and you're a survivor. I know you took the Colts, right? Yep. Um, Philly, Zona, Chargers, these are hashtag idiots, yo. Way too early to be betting on a kid who's never won an NFL game mm-hmm. as your high roller survivor. Arizona, sure, hot start, but we know the Lions are yep. all kinds of trouble. Anyway, you slice it. Guys, it's, it's not time to out, 
This week is a little bit um, possible Ravens coming off the loss. Sure. Um, but I kind of want to hold them. I don't like to hold really any team except maybe the top two, which in my mind are still the Ravens and the Chiefs. Uh, if, if we went over this, if Survivor pick ties, you lose. Yeah. You must pick one team to win. Overtime is now 10 minutes, and usually only one, max two possessions per. Usually. So tie is, you know, not just usually one or two every year now. Giddy up. Well, good luck, my friend. Uh, I'm also in a what would you, a much lower roller uh, Survivor, but I survived with the Colts last week. I'm going with Tampa this week. Tampa at home to the L.A. Chargers. I, I roll with the big guns early and just try to survive, okay? I, I tried to get a little too cute last year, and it cost me. So I'm going best team I can almost every week. There's uh, 140 persons remaining. People. Uh, for the 60K. I'm officially three weeks away from Jack City and real hype going down here weekly. Yeah, because week one, so many people got eliminated, eh? Okay, uh, we talked about this last week, and I got a lot of good messages on it, so here we go. Uh Power rankings that you read in the paper and that you see on non-betting sites are stupid. Uh, they're often emotional, uh, often weird, like, oh, this team just lost to a team they shouldn't have lost to, so I'm going to put them as the 25th best team in the league. No, that's, what are you talking, that's, uh, that's Tampa, okay? <laughs> they are top six uh, if you're watching football. So I said this week I would do my own power-style rankings. I'm not going to do all of the 30 teams. I'll post that on Instagram, but I'll give you my top 10. And this is my top 10 in order of who I would bet right now uh, straight up on a neutral field over the team below it. Can we call it Hugh's Cabinet? Man, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Four Seasons of Emotions. <laughs> you like that one, eh, Jeff? <laughs> so many S's. If I had a slur, I think I'd have a stroke right now. <laughs> All right, number one. I don't know. Do you have eyes? It's Kansas City. Uh, enough said. Number two, it's Tampa Bay. Yeah, total team. I don't know who could stop them in the NFC and besides injuries. Knock on wood. I'm taking uh, number four, or sorry, number three, Seattle. Uh, yes, they're giving up a lot of yards on, on defense, but their offense has something special going right now, and I think Pete Carroll and Jamal Adams – and Bruce Irvin and a bunch of those guys can fix what's going on on, de on defense. I still like them at three. Uh, slightly, slightly better than my number four team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, they've yet to put together a totally complete game, but they have a totally complete team. They have a, a good offense, a good offensive line when it's totally healthy, and a great defense that's just finding its stride. And I would bet them over, unfortunately, over my, uh, my home team, who I have at number five, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, you haven't heard Baltimore's name yet. Keep waiting. All right? Number six, the New England Patriots. I got them at one point under the Bills. They're that good, okay? But on a neutral field, I'll take the Wyoming Farb Tank and the boys by one. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers at number seven underneath the New England Patriots. I push came to shove on a neutral field. I'll take Dalla Dalla Bill over Matt LaFleur, who looks like he's about a year older than my toe. All right? Uh, at number eight, I'll take the Baltimore Ravens uh, for their running attack and their secondary, which sometimes can step up. Uh, and number nine, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. And number 10, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. There we go. Top 10 teams to actually bet on in order. No emotions, no BS. What are you laughing at, Mike? I'm laughing that I'm hoping everybody kind of recalled that your big toe is... 
Just as old as I am? A little seasoned, <laughs> a little more seasoned than most. Yes. <laughs> La, yeah. So I don't really know how old Lafleur is uh, based on my that toe comment. might be 112. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Green Bay all the way up at three. I no. thought you were going KC, TB, GB. Nope. Uh, and that's and again, this is all really tight. I, I I think Green Bay is is really good. I really do. Yeah. They don't even need to rush Devon, uh, Adams back. Just chill. Come back when we lose. I, I don't know. I mean, the Saints are bad on offense right now. Like, they are the Ravens, man. And without – but Drew Brees can't run. You know what I mean? Like, they're really dinking and dunking. It's, it's embarrassing almost. Uh, so, I'm not even in New Orleans in my top ten right now. I don't. Tennessee beat them straight up, I think. So, uh, there we go. Wow. Yeah. Honorable mentions, New Orleans. 11. Uh, no Pope whistleblowers, eh? L.A. Rams, Niners. But, I mean – Nick Mullins, Niners, maybe. Okay, those are my power rankings. If you hate them, let me know. If you love them, let me know. Anything, let me know. And if you think we should name your power rank, you should do them quarterly. Sure, I'll think of something. Every quarter, drop a power rank. All right, so we mentioned, I mentioned that I'm 15-3 and three, uh, in our official Team LTD Hupix Point Spread Championships, which have been a lot of fun, folks, uh, especially Dewey, did the same picks as me last week. Even got better numbers. Yeah, back he off. It. Get your own sandwich. I, I don't care, Dewey. I like it. Okay. So for all of you, I'll be posting the, the full-on standings going into uh, week four, probably to, later today or tomorrow. But I will list the uh, podium, as we say. So I am still first in my own contest at 15-3, and three, but I cannot win. So technically, still in first place, tied, is James Duhamel and Jake Friskney at 13-5. and five. And then tied for second... Mike Mattisbacher and Matt Harris at 11 and 7. All right. I will post the rest of the standings on Instagram. And uh, remember, it's not too late to enter because we're still in week four. People have good weeks, bad weeks. You got to pick six every week. Uh, and it's just the most wins, wins. So, uh, by the way, if you skip your picks, I don't give you anybody. Okay. This isn't like Weird Mike with his Tampa pick a couple weeks ago. God bless you. Prayer answered. There you go, buddy. Thank you, Auto Pick. Hey, he's been talking to God a long time. Sometimes he answers. Uh, if you haven't recalled, my ex-wife was very religious. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> All right. And remember to send in your picks at Hughes Talking. Uh, whenever you send in your picks, please list the spreads that you're sending them in with. And those spreads must be run concurrent with the current spreads on at the score. Uh, app okay also you can pick the Thursday game and not have to pick all of your games but you can only send one pick on Thursday and five don't send me one pick at a time based on trying to get the best line for each game either all six or the Thursday game and five and uh, thanks for everyone for, 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 uh, for participating also big shout out to Chris McElhaney Lee Van Mosdyke, and James Duhamel uh, and Jake Frisney for sharing our podcast on Facebook you're going to get shout outs the rest of the season for all you guys doing that quick truth of the week here we go <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth, truth of the week, folks. Is that the recipe on the Ravens is out. It's out. So what are you going to do? If you're the Ravens, you know now, however, every team is going to approach you. It's the same way the Titans beat you, same way the Chiefs beat you twice. It's even the same way the Browns beat you last year. Take the ball if you win the kickoff. Score. <laughs> If you're capable of doing that, not every team's capable of doing that. The Ravens got a really good defense. But if you add, if you can, if you have a good passing offense and a good run defense, like the Steelers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Chiefs, the Packers, uh, and probably a couple of other teams, the Rams, 
the Ravens are going to be in trouble. So I think that the Ravens are going to have a real problem winning the Super Bowl. And if, you pick, if you're thinking of picking them to win the Super Bowl, any sort of futures bet, I'm taking this truth of the week to talk you out of it. It is almost impossible to run the ball all the way to the Super Bowl. This isn't 1960 anymore, okay? And Lamar, he can throw it. He can. But he doesn't throw it in an above-average NFL way. He runs in, an above, in a way above average NFL way. And when everything's going, when you have the lead, that's much easier to do. Peter King brought this up on the herd earlier today as I was driving to the studio. Uh, Lamar Jackson has six losses in his career. Lamar Jackson has six losses in his career. All six, he's, had, he's not been le- leading at halftime. That's right. He's been, he's been trailing at halftime six times in his career. He's lost all six games. Is that a thing? I don't know. It's a thing. But I think it's not I don't think it's not a thing. So I'm I think the Ravens, because the recipe's out, it's like if if your team who's facing the Ravens that week can do that strategy, the Ravens know they have to do this thing that they're not quite good at, which is <laughs> throw the ball. And not just bombs to Mal- to Hollywood Brown every now and then, actually throw it. So I think I'm not saying they're not gonna make the playoffs. I got them as a playoff team. But I'm saying there's about eight teams in the league that can beat them. And I think six out of eight times they would because it's really hard to win only one way in the NFL. And it's really, really hard to win the Super Bowl running it. You can win a playoff game. You can win 11 and a half regular season games with a good schedule. God bless you. But it's really hard to get past because eventually the conference championships and the Super Bowl itself, you eventually find a team that's more complete than that, that can score early. And then hold off your running attack. The Titans did it. The Steelers would have done it. The Chiefs will do it. New England will do it this year. The Ravens, I'm not saying they're done, but they got to fix some stuff because this method that they're on, it's going to beat a whole bunch of crappy teams, maybe get you 11 wins, and you will lose to any AFC playoff team. Also, watch out for the Saints. Recipe's the same. They can't throw deep anymore. Cover Kamara. Uh, Watch out for any Saints futures bets as well. Just throwing it out there. By the way, my AFC playoff picture, that was the truth of the week, folks. Nice and quick for you. Stay away from Ravens Super Bowl bets and Saints Super Bowl bets. The recipe's out. And the NFL, when the recipe's out on you, it's hard not to cook it right. As long as you got the good ingredients. Uh, My AFC playoff picture right now that I posted before Thursday's game of week one is, I mean, I know it's only week three, but I said Kansas City would have the bye. I said Pittsburgh would win the North. Buffalo would win the East, Tennessee would win the, the South, and the, the wildcard teams would be New England, Baltimore, and Las Vegas. Look at the standings in the AFC right now. How's your Farvin barn? Uh, we got the Lions to make the playoffs in the NFC, so we'll stick to the AFC for now. Um, my barn will be doing a lot better when Fitz, Fitzy pulls another magic out of his hat in South Beach. By the way, do you know why they call him Fitz Magic? Uh, it was a co- it was a coordinator along the way. He was a, he's been on nine teams now or something, and he comes in after a crazy another one of these epic Fitzpatrick games, and he says, "Holy shit, you're magic, Ryan! Every game a win manages to disappear <laughs> for either us or them, but every week <laughs> a win disappears, and Fitz Magic was born. You know, not every magic show you go to is great. Hashtag Chris Angel." <laughs> oh, uh, you know, so screw Chris Angel. <laughs> uh, 
Stay hot, folks. Tread carefully. Hugh had some nuggets of wisdom for you. I agree with them. Oh, from a hot better. So, yes. And I, and I really want to press. I wish I loved the board more, but I don't. So I'm just going to scale back a shade. Uh, I know I told you in my bronze pick to the Cleveland Browns plus five. I really like them on the money line. Uh, Dallas traveling to Seattle, losing a heartbreaker at the end. Their defense is giving up a shit ton of points to back-to-back weeks. And now they got a, uh, a pretty healthy Cleveland team coming in. They're going to run the ball down their throat. So watch Cleveland on the money line or box it on your pools ticket. And I got a couple stay-away games. Stay the far away from these games. Okay, we got the Indianapolis Colts as a road three-point favorite at Big Dick Nick's Chicago Bears, who are 3-0. I don't know. I don't know. I can see the Colts winning by 10, and I can see the Bears winning by 10. And last when I said that last week, in our first stay away, stay the far away game, I said that I could see the Bengals winning by 10 or the Eagles winning by 10, and they farving tied. So, so you ever think a team's going to tie? Don't pick it. So our stay, the five games, our stay the five games last week, one of them was a tie. Yep. The other one was a one-point miracle comeback win. By Hux Titans. And the other one was two backup squads trading blows on a stadium that yeah. uh, it didn't even happen. By the way, why did the Vikings re-up Cousins in the offseason? Is there a worse financial move that was made this year? What, like... He started the season off horrible last year. Remember, he threw all those picks, digs through his helmet. Like, what are we even doing out here? And everyone's like, okay, obviously, Cousins, it was a mistake. I think we even talked about that. Like, obviously, Case Keenum was the play there. You, did, you had the miracle. You lost against the Eagles. Resign him for two years. What are you doing? You bring in this average quarterback from Washington who loses in primetime. Guess what? You're a good team. You got primetime games. And he's not that good. Then you get your running attack going. You win some games, you sneak into the playoffs, you beat the Saints with, with what was offensive pass interference on Rudolph. You get smoked by the Niners in a game that was never close. Jimmy G needed to throw the ball seven times to beat you because your quarterback played so bad. You know what? Let's give you $100 million, Kurt, because you got a nice smile. And we play a lot of day games. I don't get it. I don't far even get it. I think we just set a record. If I was a Vikings fan, I would smith my pants right it's now. It's the 14th straight show. That you mentioned the NFC divisional round where Jimmy G throws only seven passes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the number keeps going down. It was like 11, <laughs> nine. Every show. Seven. Just sneak that in. I'll sneak it in. You know, even some shows I spare our We're, listeners the chest hair and the bizarre shower stories. Yep. We were watching it up at Morris's place in Newmarket. And like, I'm like, I needed Emmanuel Sanders to get like four catches, and they threw the ball. Four times. See what I just did there? Getting ridiculous. All right. Um, uh, just breaking news. Breaking news, end of the show. Breaking news, end of the show. Cranked up to 95% Rams on the Survivor. That is not breaking news. That that's, is a slight percentage increase in the pick that you didn't give us. Thanks, Mike, for nothing. Anything for Shut the Huck Up? I just hope these Titans get healthy and can play this week. All right. Uh, yeah, me too. Because... Uh, <laughs> I really want to pick the Steelers. <laughs> uh, wherever you are in the world, thanks for listening, folks. Remember to steal people's phones and subscribe on any app you can. And if you find a picture of us on Stitcher, send it to us. Won't Farvin believe you. Have a good week four. Here comes the. Here comes the. Here comes the. Y'all don't really want it like
bed so I keep big bills up in my heart on the dirty like blood so ain't got no twist in my head but I'm still dreadful and I got plenty of bread so I go to bed for a lot in it to win it to win it